Welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be on the topic of baptism today. I understand that that's a very, very large topic, but we're going to cover it, and we're going to use the Word of God to cover it, give you some good scripture, some good scripture reference, and I hope as you um, as you go through this, it'll help you. It'll help you spiritually. And uh, I do want to kind of lay lay the groundwork immediately, and baptism is not required for salvation. I, I want that to be very clear during this podcast. You do not have to be baptized to be saved. And so um, as, we begin our, as we begin our podcast, I wanted to make that very clear. I don't want anybody to ever be misled into believing that they need to do something to merit the favor of God. Whenever you do that, you put the cross of Christ of none effect, and you're saying, hey, I got baptized so I can get to heaven instead of accepting what Jesus did for me on the cross. But baptism is extremely important in the life of the believer, in the life of the believer. So let's start out our reading in the book of Matthew, chapter number 3, in verse number 13. Matthew, chapter 3, in verse number 13. The Bible says, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. Now, Jesus is coming to John the Baptist to be baptized, verse 14. But John forbade him. John did not want to baptize Jesus. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness, to fulfill all righteousness. Now, as we look at this contextually, we must understand First off, that Jesus Christ had no sin. So if baptism washed away sin, then it was totally irrelevant for Jesus to be baptized. But the type and the picture of baptism and the understanding of baptism is what Jesus was laying out for us. What he was laying out, why? Because he's our example. He came and got baptized as an example for us. And the Scriptures is very clear that baptism for Christ was nothing more than him fulfilling all righteousness. Right there at the end of verse number 15. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus was our example. He didn't get baptized to wash away sins because he had no sins. It was very simply for him to fulfill all righteousness, for him to obey the commandments of God. Matthew chapter 28 and verse number 19. Matthew 28 and verse number 19. One thing you need to realize, one thing we need to understand as we go through this is that is that the book of Acts is a transitional book. When these gospels were written, when Jesus was baptized, Matthew 28 wasn't even written. But Matthew 28 is the reason that he was baptized. Matthew 28 and verse number 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. It was very simply, baptism is obedience to the Lord's command. He wanted us to, he wanted us to be saved, but then he wanted us to be baptized. Now, baptism is very simply a picture of this. It's the burial of the old man and the rising of of the new man. That's a that is a great definition of baptism. Basically, baptism is an outward showing to the world that you are saved. So you go to church or you get saved and then you go to church, 
before you join the church, you're baptized. And that is an outward show to the community and to the church that you've been saved. You're saying, hey, the things I used to do, I'm not doing them anymore. I'm burying this old man, and I'm rising again, a new man, to live to live unto Christ, to live unto Christ. The book of Acts, chapter number 2, in verse 41. The book of Acts, chapter 2, in verse number 41. Now, I want to read this and listen. Listen as we read the verse, and and I want to show you something. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Man, they were baptized. But why were they baptized? Right there at the start of the verse. Acts chapter 2, in verse number 41. Then they that gladly received his word, that is the gospel, they received the word of God. What, what was he telling them? He was telling them about Christ being the Messiah. You have to go back later and read the whole story to get the context. But they gladly received his word after they were... After they accepted the word of God, they were baptized. That Basically, they were saved and then baptized. Acts chapter number 8 in verse number 12. Acts chapter number 8 in verse number 12. But when they believed Philip's preaching. Remember, I'm, I'm going to show you something here. I'm trying to help you. Acts chapter 8 and verse number 12. But when they believed Philip's preaching, the things concerning the kingdom of God... And the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. As we look at the verse again, why were they baptized? But when they believed Philip's preaching, the things concerning the kingdom of God, they heard the gospel. They understood that, hey, Jesus is the Savior. I am accepting Jesus as my Savior. I am turning from sin to God. After you are saved, then you are baptized. You are not baptized to be saved. And that's according That's according to the Word of God. I'm, I'm trying to give you good verses so that, so that you have a clear understanding of what baptism is. It's nothing more. Baptism is nothing more than a picture of the burial of the old man and the rising of the new man. And then the book of Acts chapter number 8 The book of Acts chapter number 8 in verse number 36, the Bible says this, And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? He's asking the question. The eunuch, and if you have time later, go back in the book of Acts and read the story. This eunuch is riding in a chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, And he's trying to understand the Word of God. And Philip draws near to him, explains to him. The Word of God explains to him how Jesus is the Messiah. And this man accepts Christ as the Messiah. And then that's where the story picks up right here. Verse number 36. And as they went on their way, they came into certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? The the eunuch saying, Hey, I want to be baptized. I've been saved. Verse 37. And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So believing first is the criteria to be baptized second. 
But baptism does not save it. He was already saved by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Verse 38, And he commanded the chariot to stand still. They stopped the chariot, and they went down both into the water. Both these people were in the water. The eunuch and Philip were in the water, and he baptized him. Very important here. Now, as you read through the Scriptures, you're going to see this. Time and time again, if, if, you have a, if you have an understanding of the Word of God, you'll see this. You'll see how some people were not baptized after they were saved because they died. For example, the thief on the cross, Jesus, Jesus saved him on the cross. The thief died on the cross, but he was saved. Jesus said to him, you're going to be with me in paradise. But as you read through the Bible, you'll see that after somebody believes, they were baptized. And also, there's a, there's a critical point here that I want to prove with the Word of God, and that's that baptism by submersion is the way, not, not just a few drops of water on your forehead, not just spraying you with water, but you're actually going to be submerged underwater. Your whole, your whole body goes underwater, and then your whole body comes up. How do we know that? From the Word of God, verse 38. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water. They actually both got in the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. He submerged him in the water. And then the book of Acts, chapter number 18, and verse number 8, just a few chapters over, the book of Acts, chapter 18, in verse number 8. The Bible says this, And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house. And many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. So they were baptized after they believed, according to the Bible. Believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. They were baptized after they believed. Now, real quickly, as we close, I want to deal with the fact that it's not necessary to be baptized to be saved. Mark chapter 16 in verse number 6, 16. Mark 16, 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You say, oh, you got to believe and be baptized shall be saved. But let's finish the verse contextually speaking. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So believing on the Lord Jesus Christ is the critical point in salvation. It's not baptism. Baptism is good. Baptism is important to fulfill all righteousness. Baptism is, is an outward show to the world that you are burying the old man and you're rising again a new man. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 17 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 17. Of course, this is the Apostle Paul preaching. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. The Apostle Paul said this, For Christ sent me not to baptize. Now, the Apostle Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles, probably one of the greatest Christians in the Bible, if not the greatest. It could be argued that he was the greatest Christian in the Bible. And he says very clearly right here, Christ sent me not to baptize. 
Now, if baptism was that important for salvation, the Apostle Paul would have been baptizing people. But he wasn't sent to baptize. What was he sent to do? To preach the gospel. He was sent to tell them the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and how Jesus shed his blood when he died on a cross to save a sinful mankind. And that's exactly what the Apostle Paul did. And then our last verse in the book of John, chapter 4, John chapter 4 and verse number 2, the Bible says this, Though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples. Now let me ask you this. Just honestly speaking, if that was the only verse we had, wouldn't it be very clear that Jesus would be baptizing people if it was that important? Wouldn't it be very clear that Paul would be baptizing people if it was that important for salvation? Paul said this, Christ sent me not to baptize. John chapter 4 verse number 2 says this, Though Jesus himself baptized not. Jesus wasn't baptizing people, and Paul wasn't that concerned about baptizing people. Because baptism is not important, for, is not essential for salvation. It is important. It's one of the church ordinances. Baptism and the Lord's Supper are the two church ordinances. But that's just an all baptism is, is an outward showing to the world that you've been saved and that you're burying the old man and that you're rising again a new man to live unto Christ. Thank you again for joining us today at the Biblical Principles Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can forward them over to me quickly at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. That's all lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. I would ask you, if you have any questions, you can send those in. We're starting a new part of this podcast called Sharpening the Sword, where I'll try to answer your questions with the scriptures. And I want to thank you again for joining us. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life. And God bless you.